Welcome. You're listening to Her Breathing Journal with Natasha Gombanjara. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hey guys, how are you doing? I am so so excited, so happy to be able to give you yet another episode. It's your girl Natasha, Her Breathing Journal, and Guys, I'm just so excited. I wish you could see my face right now. How have you been? Thank you so much for the love that you continue to show me on all social media platforms. Thank you for sharing my podcast. Guys, I love you. I really, really love you. And why have I been quiet? You might be asking. I've been trying to work on giving you guys YouTube content. So very, very soon. I'm not going to give away the exact date, but I'm working on it. I'm going to work on giving you guys um, I'm working on giving you guys YouTube content so very soon you'll be able to see my face and my expressions because you don't want to miss on that definitely so I thought that you guys would definitely appreciate to see that anyways enough about that um, I want to know how you've been doing I trust that you've been blessed you've been well if you haven't been I hope that soon 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 everything is gonna be a-okay so today I have something that has, I have a topic that has really been like even affecting me myself. And like always, this podcast is a platform for me to also vent out my feelings, a platform for me to share stuff that I've gone through and stuff that other young adults are going through. So this one touches basically on who you are as a person. Um, it touches on, you know, talent, it touches on emotions, it touches on how to define who you are, what your talents are. So today I'm going to be touching on multi-passionate passions, you know. We have entrepreneurs in the world, we have entrepreneurs, but when you look at one specific entrepreneur, you find out that they're only not good at one thing, but maybe they're good at three, four, or five things. So it it came to my mind. I was asking myself, like, I was seeing this profile on YouTube and I, I was um, listening to a documentary about Eddie Murphy and I discovered that he's not only an actor, but there's lots more other things that he's very good at. And then I started wondering, like, how does one balance all that or how do you come to a decision or to a point where you say okay this is what i want to start with so it was really bustling me because it's the same as me i believe i'm someone who's mortal passionate i have talents in different areas i believe i do so i'm proud to say that <laughs> and if you are also good at a lot of things you shouldn't feel bad about saying that or you shouldn't feel worried exactly that's the word worry you know so i came to a point where i was like super super worried like hey i also want to do this but i'm doing this and whilst i'm doing that i also have other things that i want to do so i just was like okay i need to talk about this so this podcast is about five ways to thrive as a multi-passionate entrepreneur so guys stay tuned and let's have fun (laughs) 
So this is like um, just a few weeks ago and I was like, okay, I think I'm broken, you know? So when I have been reading, I have been reading about, you know, traditional success and career books lately, but then you find that in this book, there's always things like, there's always the same advice, like choose one thing, focus on one thing, do one thing as you become known as the best. But then I found myself not being able to choose one. I have multiple deep passions. You know, it could be personal development, like this podcast of mine. It could be about business. You know, it could be about fitness. It could be about marketing. So then I found myself being passionate about all these things. And then I found myself actually being angry <laughs> with God. I'm like, why can't I be able to pick one thing to do with my life? You know, I studied law and I have boxing classes and I feel like I want to do more than just classes. I want to actually get really, really into it. And then I'm also into media. I like writing. I like podcasting and I like live streaming. And then I also find out that I have a special love for, you know, dogs. I also want to do something that involves, you know, pets and stuff like that. And business i also find out that i want to venture into marketing and the the list goes on you know and i find out that if even i do individually these passions of mine i'm really good at most of them you know so i was like then how do i pick one thing how do I pick one thing and then then I when I started researching that there's actually something that we call multi passionate entrepreneurs so for some people the advice to choose one thing it actually makes sense for them because it means hey you're going to fully focus on that and you're going to give it your best and you're going to be the best at it but however what happens when the other passions now start interfering with what you chose how do you deal with that right and i just want to say if you feel the same thing as me right now just know that you're not a weirdo okay you are not weak and you're not unable to focus you are just passionate about a lot of things you are just mortal passionate. All right, so let me just explain what it means. You know, you might be like, okay, what's she saying? Blah, blah, blah. Being mortal passionate means that you don't fit neatly into a specific conventional career box, you know? And some people find it hard or some people struggle to find one idea but if you are someone who's mortal passionate, you have a zillion things that you want to try, which is exactly that I what I go through. Every single day, I have many things that I want to do, not because I'm someone, what in, 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 in my language, which is Shona, we call it I have that kind of thing. It's not that, but it's just that I'm someone who's, whose mind is open to always trying new things and I'm not afraid to do so. Another 
thing that shows that you're mighty passionate is that you have a whole lot of interest. You have a whole lot of um, passions and hobbies that light you up. Like I said, I'm into media, I'm into writing, I'm into um, sports, I'm into pets, I'm into traveling, I'm into a lot of things. We're not just talking about hobbies that you write on your CV like when you when you lie on your CV, like, okay, what are your hobbies and you write reading, blah, blah, blah. We are talking about things that actually light your heart up. Is it business? Is it events? Is it attending modeling shows? Is it being a fashion designer? You might be stuck in a networking office. Every day you pick up calls, keep pick up calls and you help people, you know, book their flights and stuff like that. But when you go home, you find yourself thinking about other passions of yours. Maybe you like writing. Maybe you like singing. Maybe you got good at fashion designing. Maybe you're... that's it. If you find yourself, you know, doing that, it means that you're martial, passionate, you know. Also, you find yourself pursuing a single avenue um, career-wise, um, suffocating. As for me, I would never see myself doing one thing in my life. I want to be someone who's going to have her, work, her web all over. I want to be doing this. I want to be doing that. Which is what I'm currently doing. And it makes me happy that way. And if I found myself just doing one thing, I feel like it would really just suffocate me. And then in the end, just kill me. And I'm like, oh God, I do not want that. Yeah? If you're someone who's mortal passionate, it means that you're a scanner, you're a slasher, okay? And you have a lot that you want to offer to the world and you know that the world needs what you have to offer, okay? So it's really not a matter of like, you just want to stick to one thing, but you have to do what pleases you, all right? And sometimes if you have like, many passions, interests, talents, and pursuing a single thing as a career as a career just doesn't feel right. I think, yeah, you need to keep listening, you know? You need to keep listening, listening, and listening. So probably the next question in your mind now is obviously the major struggle, you know, as mortal passionate beings, being how to find a clear path forward, especially when it comes to business, because obviously you want to make a living, obviously you have got bills to pay and stuff like that. So how does one decide which to pursue in your career business how what to put on hold and what will actually eventually define you so i'll i am glad to say that there's no clear-cut answer to any of these questions because as you might have already figured out now we don't do well with one size fits all formulas thriving as a mortal passionate entrepreneur is all about embracing your many passions and understanding your goals and then taking constant consistent action you know to find the clarity that you need so to get you moving i just you know decided to also share some of the tips that i'm gonna be using myself that i'm currently using myself you know 
to make sure that I'm not lead, leading myself astray. And I don't know, maybe they might help you. Maybe they might help one single person out there and I'll be very happy if that happens. So the first thing that you need to do is bring passion to everything you do. You know, so a lot of us, I've found, like, even when we're young, I remember our parents, my parents asking me, what do you want to be when you grow up? I always found myself unable to answer that because I had so many things that I was interested in, especially at school. At school, I found out that I had a love for sports. I had so much love for netball i had so much love for cricket i have so much love for soccer that was only the sports side and then when it came to academics i found myself loving debate i loved writing stories i loved going for english clubs i loved going for for chess and then when someone would ask me that i'd really feel a lot of pressure a lot of rush in my mind and i felt confused like I don't know what I want even my parents used to say what do you really want to be so I found myself always telling them different things I'll give an example of my sister when my sister um, was asked that question or used to be asked that question the first thing she would say was pilot and then after that I think when she was 12 years old she stuck to saying I want to be a doctor and then now she's actually a doctor and she never like was someone who would change that or anything she's also an artist she's very good at drawing but it wasn't something that she wanted to pursue it's just something that she wanted to do for fun whereas for me my parents were always asking me like you never know what you want to do you know and they were kind of like super worried at that and i i would understand them you know their parents and they're like okay our daughter doesn't know what she wants to do this is hashtag worrying so i'd understand why they felt that way and um but as i grew up they started to say that um i'm actually someone who would take a lot of interest in a lot a lot of things you know so what made me end up where i am today is that i brought passion into everything that i was doing you know passion isn't something you can go find because it doesn't exist outside of yourself passion isn't a singular external object for you to discover it's the fire that lives inside passion is something that will burn you up when you light it up all right all right so to live a life you're passionate about you have to train yourself to bring passion to everything you do and i mean everything when you get up in the morning be passionate about you know your day when you make lunch, be passionate about making lunch. When you do the dishes, yes, be passionate about those too. Why? Because passion is contagious. When you're passionate about everything you do, people even around you will notice. You execute passion and they'll want in. Opportunities will fall right into your lap. And when you take action on those opportunities, you will walk around into what you're meant to do in this world. That's it. That's it. Secondly, stop thinking and then start doing so many people tell them tell me they've struggled to find their passion for years like i say i always get dms when i have a podcast episode and they're like how did you do this how do you know this because it's something that i've experienced personally and i've i've also researched on so that's why i'm able to say or give the kind of tips that i give because it's something that i've 
apply to my life i'm not only saying things because that's what i think but it's what i've done so you need to stop thinking and start doing you know because when people um some people tell you that oh they've struggled to find their passion for years years feeling toned stuck undecided unsure why because smart intentional people tend to make the same big mistake overthinking as you try to discover what you meant to do in this world remember you cannot find your passion by thinking about it in your head you will waste so much time in your years doing that you know you try to decide whether to go for it or become a professional in that area but then you keep it all inside because you're just worried you are maybe too young for it you're too old for it or you not you don't fit in that industry or you won't have a, a stable lifestyle or you didn't make that much money but you wouldn't know if you don't try it you know just do it if you want to try boxing go for it if you want to try dancing go for it if you're going to for cooking class go for it you know and that the clarity will come from that engagement not the thought and then you know like okay this is what I want to do or oh hell no I'm not going to do this you know so if you're trying to find your passion you need to stop thinking and doing volunteer get a job take a class whatever you have to do get your buns out there and do it honey pick a step even a teeny tiny one and take it you know you will notice how you feel are you energized or deflated if you feel energized honey then you know okay this is what you're supposed to do you don't necessarily need to know every step just keep moving in that direction that makes you feel super good thirdly you need to know which passions are the main act and which ones are the back dancers i think this is self explanatory all right so when you're someone who's mortal passionate or you're trying to building uh um uh, to be an entrepreneur building a brand around those passions can get really complicated trust me and the key that i think you know to branding yourself is to get specific you know find one thing your audience needs and do it better than anyone else because trust me each passion that you're passionate about someone out there does it better you know but you need to find one area that's going to make you the best about it so that sounds a lot like you know traditional success and career advice right but here's why it's great for multi passionate entrepreneurs no one you know in your area or in that industry can be would be able to bring what you bring to the table for example if you're in a company and you choose to make business and marketing um the main act people come to the show because they love your greatest hits about starting a business online marketing and copywriting they know you for a specific thing they know you that okay this is your area this is Tasha's area this is Angela's area this is John's area so they'll come for it but what well, let's be real a lot of people do put on a business and marketing show but what those people don't do is throw in the occasional you know tips the occasional tidbits in there to keep the audience on their toes all right there's something that they spice up that makes people keep going there 
all right so being passionate isn't your a heel it's your superpower you know i am not doing everything all at once you know but i am trying to make sure i don't ignore all the passions that make me who i am i might be doing three at the same time but maybe i have two more and i'm not going to try to fit all of them at the same level but i have to find a balance i have to have a hierarchy somewhere somehow and you definitely will find how to place which passion at which part of your hierarchy you just need to know you know which ones which specific one do you want to start with you know so as you build your business or career make sure to make room to pursue all your passions and follow the paths that light you up at different times different passions may take the spotlight so let the rest play backup to form your one of a kind brand after this you need to get crystal clear on your goals so you have so many ideas you have so many talents and so many people to serve and so many paths in front of you trust me this could be super super uh, annoying this could be super stressing and trust me it's not a good process but the thought of starting a business as a multi-passionate entrepreneur can love leave some people um immobilized by choice and others overextended and frazzled time to do it all but does it really mean that you can do you know all passions at once it can but it doesn't have to you can choose to walk one path at a time knowing that you never stuck or pursue a few at the same time so here's the difference following a single passion and building a platform for one business now probably means that you grow faster and have a greater chance of higher revenue more quickly but it would mean setting aside other ideas that might be you know burning a hole through your heart and make maybe getting bored and on the other side following multiple um passions to simultaneously build two or more businesses at once means that you're going to be able to strengthen different skills and learn more about what you like and don't like. On the downside though, you probably grow each business more slowly, make less money for a while, and life will be a little more messy and chaotic, which is exactly what I think I might be going through at the moment because I'm trying to follow multiple passions simultaneously, try to build one or two or three at the same time. And then sometimes you feel like, okay, I'm not getting as much as I should be getting from, you know, my passion and stuff like that. So to help you, you know, avoid this, you need to try to decide which direction makes sense for you. Get crystal clear on your goals both long and short term. Is fast growth and revenue important to you right now or can you afford to build more slowly? So you need to look at yourself, you need to look at your perspective, your current situation. Are you able to like uh are you comfortable with doing that and getting less but building two or three brands at the same time or you really really need the money and then you just want fast growth and revenue as soon as possible but remember this even if you decide to give your all to one business right now you can always start a second business later or pivot along the way so there's no right or wrong answer remember that lastly master the midlife or any time career change 
one panic inducing worry for people like us mortal passionate souls is that is the thought that one day you might wake up and realize that it's too late to try something new let me just make this clear a lot of famous people have said it i'm not famous but i'm also gonna back them up you are never too old to make a career change that is a lie if someone has told you say that they hate you they don't love you or maybe they don't know or maybe they're just jealous you're never too old it's never too late and it's never the wrong time to do something you love never 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 ever all sorts of people are crushing it in new careers studying businesses at all ages and with all kinds of experience behind them if i had believed that i'm too old to do some of things then i would never have been where i am you know if someone had told me okay you're too young to do this i would not have met the people that i've met influential people that i've met or never have done a few things so for you to know how to master the midlife career change for those who are in it you know nobody will care how old you are about you you know even on tiktok you find even on tiktok me people are making a living we have grandpas grandmas really old grandmas and grandpas but they are making this fashionable tiktoks where they give you you know skincare advice they give you clothing advice they give you fashion tips they give you a lot of things you know and who taught them how to hold the camera you everybody has this you know stereotype that oh grandmas and grandpas don't know how to hold the camera how to use social media they learned but how old are they they're super old but they're doing a lot of things that they love they have found love in something that they have been passionate about they probably love media they probably love dancing they probably love talking or maybe giving fashion tips but they're doing it what's stopping them if nothing is stopping them what's stopping you you know what's right for you in this moment is what you need to to do just ask yourself what's right for me in this moment another thing is that when you do career change just remember you're not studying from scratch all right your superpower of being mortal passionate lets you carry over all of the experience the wisdom the strengths from your previous career into a new one you'll be able to see creative angles and opportunities for innovation that those who had been in the same industry for a lifetime are blind to all right another thing that you need to know though is that it's going to be a little bit daunting you know any big change will yank you out of your comfort zone and that'll be scary i know but you can't let that stop you you know you don't need to know all your next steps in advance imagine if you knew how exactly your life is going to be in the next year i probably think that most of you would say oh that'll be wonderful but do you really want that you know we all know what to, we all want to know what the future holds but sometimes when we do know that it kind of like limits us you know so when you don't know what's in the new life ahead of you you give it your all you take all the risk you go for all the opportunities and you just go all in and it's just going to make you you know feel good and feel optimistic so bottom line my dear dear mortal passionate friend is that you have a menu of delectable choices in front of you all of them that can be satisfying and fulfilling in their own way 
The secret to making the best choice is to step back, get ultra clear on what you want in your heart most, take action toward it, and have total faith in you. You know, if you're stuck trying to decide among different careers, business ideas, or passions to pursue, try on different you know futures imagine yourself five ten or twenty years from now after pursuing one path or another how do you think you're gonna feel would you regret you know communicate with your future self to get clear on how you define success which goals and values make the difference between a fulfilling future and a disappointing one embrace your mortal passions and understand how to incorporate them into your life and understand that they can help you create a custom design business or career that's perfect for your strengths and the life that you want to live. You need to take, you know, all this insight into action. Grab a notebook, you know, write your answers. Don't think about them. Write your answers to these questions. Trying to decide whether to pursue a career, a passion or not. You know, you can take the year 10 year test you know there's on the internet there's a lot of things that you can try to test that out or if you know them by heart just ask yourself some questions and follow your intuition you know fall in love with your appetite to do so many things these passions and never ever feel ashamed for choosing more than one if there's one thing i could say to my younger self is that go for it guys it's been amazing sharing this with you honestly and as you can tell i really do feel emotional about this because it's something i'm glad to be sharing because i've been you know feeling a lot of things towards this and it's amazing to just you know feel this kind of thing so yeah i trust that you um you know learned something from that and that it's gonna help you or so if you know someone who might you know find it helpful to hear this you know what to do you can share and have them have a listen of the week I actually wrote this on May 8 and I wrote you are not stuck you are just committed to certain patterns of behavior and lifestyle because they have helped you or they are helping you now these behaviors have become more harmful than helpful you've gotten used to them and you're now comfortable the reason why you can't move forward is because you keep applying an old formula to a new level in your life change the formula to get a different result and honestly i don't remember what happened for me to write this code because every time i write a code it's actually something that has um, affected me personally and i wrote this on may 8 and i don't really clearly remember how i wrote this code but it's really going um hand in hand with what the topic for my episode is about remember you are not stuck and now
her journal entry I just want you to grab a book a pen your iPad your iPhone and just write down this am I comfortable with what I'm doing at the moment what kind of things am I passionate about what things interest me what would I want to see myself doing as to like career-wise and would I want to be stuck in that for five to ten years 20 years and currently if you look back are there things that you wish you had done and if you do them now how would they make you feel so I think that's it that's it that's all I want you guys to think about this week and when you answer that you're probably going to get a new perspective you're gonna feel great or you're gonna feel really really sad it doesn't matter how you feel what's good is that you ask those questions so that's what you have for your journal entry of the week enjoyed um this podcast episode i'm always happy when you're happy and i really really always pray that i'll always be able to give you guys amazing content and thank you for listening thank you for sharing thank you for giving me feedback i really really appreciate that don't forget that on my instagram we always have um lots of you know fun questions maybe some serious life questions but it's all about having fun it's all about connecting it's all about breathing it's all about letting it out i love you guys and thank you and catch you on the other side goodbye and take care hey guys how you doing i hope you are great i hope you're healthy and happy wherever you are i'm sending blessings and love to you and your loved ones the name is natasha and you're listening to yet another amazing and hopefully informative episode on her breathing journal it's been a crazy few weeks and i'm just glad to be here giving you another episode so guys last week I was talking on passions and how one gets to discover that they are mortal passionate. And I received a few messages from some of you and some other people who listen to the podcast and asking me, how does one get to blend or manage these passions? And some were really directed to me. They're like, Natasha, how do you do it? If it's you, how do you do it? I'm struggling or I'm afraid of, you know, doing one thing and letting go of the other. And to most of you that I replied to, um, most of you, I told you that, you know, you need to understand um, what your passions are and which ones you want to focus on most. So obviously I didn't get to really talk to each and one of you you know, in a very deep, deep way. So that's why I decided to have that as my second um, podcast episode on it. So um, here it is, how I blend my mortal passions.
Righty, so for the hashtag this week, it's hashtag passions, hashtag passions, and these were the top five posts that I came across. The first one was saying, "There's no such thing as being too much. We only believe that because we've been taught to deem down." And this was written by Viola Hug. I really love this because it's really. You know, took me back to a few years back, even to now, where some people still don't understand why do I do or what being mortal passionate comes with. So, when I was still young, you know, still a kid and stuff like that, it used to hurt me because I felt like people were saying I am too much, or I, I'm 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 unfocused, or I don't know what I'm doing. I'm headed nowhere. So I really put my self esteem down, like I was saying. And even to now, if someone says that to me, there's a point where it gets to me, but I still just put pull myself back up, and I remember like. Sometimes people just don't understand you. Give them time to understand you, make them understand you, and you never know. They were just. Being, you know, blinded by some stuff or anything like that. So I really love this one. And the second one that I came across, um, and the writer is Erica Williams Simon. She wrote, "Best career advice that I can give: Don't ever attach yourself to a person, a place, a company, an organization, or a project. Attach yourself to a mission, a calling." And a purpose only. That's how you keep your power and your peace. I love this. I really love this because it just helps one to to stay afloat. You know, we've all been in positions where we have attached ourselves to places. We have attached ourselves to person, to a person, to a company, to an organization. Like your time is just fully. You know, into that person, your time is fully into that place or organizational project. You can never keep your power in that way. In that way, your power is always limited. Your power is either gonna be stolen or anything like that. If it's if it's a person, it can be a relationship. You know, never attach yourself to a relationship because you know what happens. But however, I really really loved this quote. The third one was written: Many of our brightest, most creative, and most independent-thinking children and adults are being incorrectly diagnosed as having behavioral, emotional, or mental disorders. Oh my goodness! This almost put a tear to my eyes because it really makes me emotional. Because this is something that I really went through, guys. Growing up, as I keep saying, many people would think I, I'm, I am, you know, somewhat, you know, disoriented up there, or there's something wrong with me. But as I continue to understand myself, and as they grew to understand me, and why I was doing what I was doing, they finally were like, were like, oh, okay, so she's sane after all. So this really is something that I want to get to you or anybody else who is like me or who is mortal passionate. That you know what, you are, you are perfect just the way you are. You are good just the way you are. You're not, you know, 
emotionally damaged. You don't have a mental disorder. You don't have any behavioral issues just because you have a lot of things that you want to try or want to do at the same time. You are just bright. You are just creative. You are you, you are in possession of a brain that is constantly thinking and rotating, whatever I want to call it, and there's nothing wrong with you. I just want to say this to you. There's nothing wrong with you, honestly. And the moment I discovered that, I won't lie to you, the feeling was just glorious. The feeling was amazing. And yeah, I love that. I love that. The fourth one was written, and this one was by Rick, Ricken Friedman, Ricken Friedman, and it was written, you can be grateful for what you have and still want more. You can be good at something and still not feel aligned with it. You can be confused about your path and still trust the process. There we go. No further explanation needed here, guys. I'm going to read that again. Listen carefully. You can be grateful for what you have and still want more. You can be good at something and still not feel aligned with it. And you can be confused about your path and still trust the process. I'm just going to leave it there because it's self-explanatory and as good as it is. The last one was by Theodore Roosevelt. Do what you can with what you have where you are. That's it. This quote is talking about managing your passions with the time that you have, with whatever resources that you have, and wherever you are. Don't pressure yourself. Don't push yourself to the limits. Do not hurt yourself through the process. Do not hurt your family or anyone else. Do what you can according to what you have right now and wherever position you are in life. And that's it. That's it. So guys, that was this hashtag for this week's episode. And I love them. For this week's Her Quote of the Week, I wrote this on the 12th of April. And I wrote, dream, plan, do. Again, dream, plan, do. I don't remember how I got to write this, but it just goes on well with today's podcast episode because if you're someone who's smart or passionate you need to be dreaming of course dreaming to put those dreams into reality of course you need to plan how you do that and you need to do those things and thinking of this it just made me go back to a time when someone told me that you are expensive and no, it's not because of how I look, how I dress, but it's because of what I dream to achieve in the future. And maybe they felt threatened by that, or maybe they felt a certain way about that. It really, really put me in a mood that I'll never forget on that day. I just looked myself in the mirror and I asked myself, am I dreaming too high? Am I dreaming too big? And as I looked myself in the mirror, I felt my heart go down. And I was like, am I dreaming too much? And that thought really made me feel scared. It made me feel some kind of way I don't want to remember right now. But I remember then thinking about 
myself telling myself that I have the ability to put these dreams into reality. If I work hard enough, if I do things the way I'm supposed to be doing them, and if I just plan and execute and do what I hope to do to achieve those dreams. And if God is by my side and I'm healthy and I've got all the support I need in the world, then yes, I can certainly reach those goals. And what even surprised me about what they said is not because I'm planning to be expensive. No, I wouldn't use that word, but I just want to be comfortable enough to travel to any country that I want to, to provide my family with whatever they want to, to gift my friends with amazing gifts on their baby showers, on their housewarmings. I want to be able to just live a perfect, not a perfect life, but it just a good life. And because I'm someone who's always talking, you know, about my dreams and what I hope to do in the future, they concluded that I'm expensive. And I'm like, whoa, okay. So probably that's what made me write dream, plan, and do. Don't stop at dreaming. Go further by planning. Go further by doing. And that way, you're going to reach that point that you want to reach in life. And that's it. One thing I would like to say first to any one of you who is or who has discovered that they are mortal passionate, I just want to send hugs to you. I just want to I just want to say, you know, I understand you and if you have ever felt like you are not normal, if you've ever felt like people judged you because of that, if you've ever felt that there was something wrong with you, I just want to say, you know what, there's nothing wrong with you. And I'm saying I understand because growing up, even my own parents, they really were confused with how I wanted to tackle a lot of things at the same time. And I totally understand where they were coming from. I was interested in a lot of things in, in primary school. I would want to do all the sports. I would want to get involved in everything. I don't know because my brain was always overworking. I don't know what. I, and I don't even consider myself like a super, super smart person or anything about, you know, IQ or nerd or anything. But I was someone who'd always want, I'm even till now, I've always being someone who wants to try a lot of things and get involved in a lot of things. And from the day I was born, I guess, I've always been that kind of person. And growing up, I was kind of misunderstood by a lot of people. I had people telling me, just do one thing at once, focus on one thing at once. And to me, it felt like I was covering a part of myself. And that kind of really brought me down. It destroyed my self-esteem. I tried everything, you know, not everything, everything, but I tried a lot of things. Let's say in, in high school, I tried chess, I tried netball, I tried volleyball, I tried swimming, and I was in athletics, I was in reading clubs, I was in Toastmasters. It was a lot 
But to me, it was a way of discovering where my strengths are, where my weaknesses are. And it helped me to narrow down to what exactly I want to do. And through doing those things, I it helped me to actually understand, like, this is what I'm really passionate about. This is not for me. I was someone who would be like, you know, I just I don't want to pass out on something that could be, you know, my life passion. One thing I never tried though was singing because I knew my singing was bad. My voice was bad. So that's one thing I couldn't change about myself. I tried dancing and I was like, okay, maybe dancing isn't for me. Let me leave dancing for weddings and parties and stuff like that. But I just tried everything. And then I started when I went for writing classes for like how to write write creatively, how to do something like that. I then discovered I am really good at writing and it has resulted in me having this podcast. I went on to try debate club and I noticed that I'm actually very good at talking to people. People feel comfortable talking to me, which also resulted in this podcast and also some other opportunities that have sprung out out of that. So if you're someone who's still asking yourself if I should do it, I'll say go for it. I will say go for it. So anyway, let's jump into today's main area, today's main idea, how I blend in my passions. So one thing I told myself was that I needed to be super, super, you know, realistic with what I was going to do or what I'm going to do. You know, I need to be realistic and understand that I have a limited time, amount of time each day, each week and each month to work on each end of my passions i need to understand that i cannot do everything at once i am a human i'm not i'm not a robot so i need to work on certain stuff at certain times you know so that's the first step you need to be realistic about what you want to do for example myself i have work i have business and i have podcast and also i have school so these are four things that i need to balance out let's say in a week so i tell myself let's say it's a monday on a monday i tell myself okay natasha you can record your podcast on mondays on tuesdays natasha you can at least on each day of the week give at least two hours to your business to attend to customers or to do research or to attend an event maybe and if it's about school if i have an assignment i need to know like when is the assignment due and when must i submit it and what kind of things i should do to um you know to write my assignments or how much time i need to search online and stuff like that if it's about my writing, I need to understand like, okay, my brain works best at this time of day. So that's how I am able to try and balance it out. Just being realistic about my time, you know. Another thing that keeps me on my toes is keeping an inspirational book. I won't lie to you. This works like magic. I saw it on, on the internet. I forgot from where. I would have credited that person. But ever since I read what they wrote there, keeping a notebook, which is very small and portable, has really helped me to balance me trying to blend my passions. Because I take it everywhere I go. And I have separate sections for each an idea that I want to focus 
for for if it's for the podcast, if it's for the if it's for the business, if it's for school, if it's for family, I am able to just, you know, keep everything in a section and it keeps me inspired. Other from that, the third thing that I do is write everything down. Whenever I have an idea for my podcast, whenever I have an idea about business, whenever I read something about school that's going to help me in my future assignments, I make sure that I write it down in my notebook because, you know, I might not always be inspired when I sit down to write later at night or, or after I'm not busy or anything like that because it's not every time that you feel inspired at a certain time. Inspiration just springs out of nowhere. So you need to be writing every time. And if it's about business, you might meet someone in the train. You might bump into someone in a restaurant, on the streets, and they give you a business idea. You need to write it down. Or maybe your phone is out of battery. You can say, Natasha, duh, you could write on your phone. What if your phone is not working that time? Take your notebook and write it down. So it's very, very essential that you write everything down. I won't lie to you. I want you to try to find one CEO that you know or that you follow or stalk on them on social media and tell me if they don't walk with one. Tell me, please. Anyway, another thing that I do to make sure that I'm blending in my passions is to be as specific as possible. You know, I make sure that I am being very, very specific. If I tell myself that, you know, I'm going to, I'm supposed to do this on this week, I make sure that I'm specific about what time I'm going to do it, when I'm going to do it, and how I'm going to do it. Because separating them makes it easier for you to focus on them and really make time for them. If you put your things in a jumbled up kind of, seen you end up not doing anything so you need to be specific about what you want to do first how to do it how you're going to achieve it when you're going to achieve it and that keeps your brain on track that keeps your schedule on track and that keeps your body and mind and soul on track so when you're focusing this week on business you make sure that everything else is put asunder if you're po focusing on something to do with your wellness you're making sure that you're not doing anything to overstress yourself and stuff like that then that's it if you're specific that this week is going to be about you know learning new things learning new things about business it's only about business week you're putting your money to business events you're putting your money to reading business books you're putting your money to listening to youtube business videos that's it you need to be as specific as possible you need to be focused as focused as you can and the last thing is that uh not the last thing but however the next thing that you need to do is schedule time for each passion so setting a schedule might seem like you know, really hard, but you need to to try and stay sane at all times. One thing I know is that every Sunday night, I have to write in my notebook, I have to plan for what I hope to give you guys to listen to. I need to write down what I hope to share. And also I write down what I'm feeling because every Sunday is where 
I personally say this is the end of the week for me. And I just write down my thoughts, what I'm going through, my processes. And I try to write a quote here and there. And every Sunday is every is, is that time I plan out my week. I'm like, okay, on Monday and Tuesday, I need to do this. On Wednesday and Thursday, I need to do this. On Friday and Sunday, I need to do this. I've been doing this for the longest time possible. And it's really helped me to try to keep on track with what I'm supposed to do. Because sometimes my week could change on a Wednesday, on a Thursday. But if I have written down something every Sunday, it helps me to understand like, okay, my week has been jumbled up, but I can try to fit in that thing I was supposed to do on this day. So it's really, it's just like helping you, having your own personal assistant, you know, be your own PA, be your own, you know, organizer, be your own model tasker, you know, it gives you the flexibility to change if anything happens. And also by creating a schedule, you're letting others know that you're serious about your endeavors. You know, with my friends at the beginning, they thought I was being distant, thought I didn't like hanging out with them. They thought I was being, ugh, you know. But as soon as I told them that, you know, on these days and these days, on this time, and I am not available, why? You don't need to specifically tell them what you're going to be doing. You could be saying, okay, on this days, I'm not available because I'll be dealing with something or I'm focused on a business, I'm reading, I'm studying, or I'm just having my own time. So they'll get to understand like, this is what she does. This is who she is. And that's it. They get to understand that. But if you're someone who's like, Monday, I'm available. Tuesday, I'm not available. But the next Tuesday, you're available. The next Tuesday, you're available again. And then you're unavailable. People would think like you're really unorganized. So you need to write down your own schedule. Understand that you need to give yourself a good guideline. Sometimes I don't follow my schedule. But it gives me the opportunity to do everything at least in a manner that is manageable. So it also helps me to stay sane, give time for each and everything, including myself, including my family, my puppy, my friends, my business, my schoolwork and everything. And lastly, the thing is that I need to be flexible. If one of your ideas isn't working out for you, you need to drop it, honestly. There's no need to create more stress for yourself. I reached a point where I was really stressing myself out and I ended up not doing anything at all because my brain, my body was feeling super pressured and I couldn't handle everything. So I decided to tell myself, you know what, you need to drop this. I love boxing to an extent that I would want to do it maybe three times a week. But I then got to understand that with my schedule and with how many things I'm trying to handle at the same time, I cannot afford to do that. It's either it's going to put a strain on one of my passions, it's going to put a strain on my body, it's going to put a strain on my health and I cannot risk that. So I had to drop it and say, okay, I need to do this at least once a week. It's not as much as I want to, but at least I'm doing part of it. Even if I have to drop boxing at some point or one of those passions, at least I know I'm doing it for the better good. I'm not doing it because 
I'm not focused or anything. I'm doing it because it's causing more stress or it's causing more um, harm to my body or anything like that. So you just need to put the idea down on the back burner and put the next one into rotation. Put the one that you can manage. Put the one that's not stressing you out. Put the one that keeps your body healthy. Put the one that keeps your mind and body at rest. We are creative souls, so we have to follow our hearts. But at the same time that we're following our hearts, we need to also take care of ourselves and our surroundings. So that's basically how I try to stay sane and still, you know, pursue my magical interests. It's not perfect, honestly, but it does work for me. Whenever I have a new idea or someone asks me to do a project or I have new projects coming or I want to venture or present an idea to somebody, I just look at what I'm currently doing. Again, that's where the notebook comes in. So I ask myself these questions. Is it a good fit for the current passions I'm pursuing? Secondly, do I have the time? Thirdly, do I have the strength to do it? Once I answer all those questions, I'm able to know how I'm supposed to move forward. If I don't have time, I tell myself, you know what? Just give it a break. There's going to be a time where you're going to be able to do it. If I don't have the time, I won't try to squeeze it in because the more I squeeze it in, the, no, the more I know that, okay, I'm putting more strain on my health and on my body and that's not good. So I need to understand that if I don't have the time, then I don't have the time. Is it good? Is it a good fit for my current passions I'm pursuing? If the answer is no, then I'm not doing it. Because when you answer these questions... It's, it is very important because you can only survive for so long on pots of coffee. And I'm not even a coffee person, as you know. I'm a milk tea kind of person. And milk tea doesn't even help in keeping you up or energized. It doesn't. A girl needs her sleep. So now, my next question for you guys is, which of your passions are yelling at you to be heard? You need to answer them. You need to cater to them as much as you can with or according to your ability. One thing I just want to say is that don't pressure yourself. Take time to really understand your passions. Take time to really understand that you cannot do everything at once in a go. You need to plan this carefully. You need to also think about yourself. Never, never, never compromise your health, your body. I'm telling you this because, guys, I had compromised my health and I am still healing actually. I had compromised my health, my sleep, my body and I was just going through a lot. That is another story for another podcast episode. But one thing I just want to tell you heart to heart, soul to soul is that you know what? Put yourself first. That's the most important thing. Anyway guys, in the next segment I'm going to tell you guys five Posts I came across when I hashtagged on Instagram, hashtag blend my passions. So check it out on the next segment.